0: Norfolk to me is kind of a cabinet of curiosities of all the folklore and ghost stories and and strange, interesting places to visit in Norfolk.
1: Weird Norfolk to me is like an encyclopaedia of oddity. Ghosts, UFOs, hauntings, amazing stones, folklore, magical stories.
2: Weird Norfolk to me is about the preservation and sharing of these stories and the importance that that has in our tradition locally and nationally. My
0: name's Shefra Connor, I'm the curator and researcher for Weird Norfolk. And I'm Stacia Briggs and I write Weird Norfolk.
2: And I'm Richard Fair, the producer of the Weird Norfolk podcast.
0: This week on the podcast we're going to be looking at the fanes of Heatherset. Think of saucer eyed beasts roaming across Norfolk, and any fan of the paranormal will instantly bring to mind Hellhound Black Shuck. But Heatherset, just outside of Norwich, has a far stranger claim to fame. The Fanes, calf sized animals with abnormally large glowing eyes. On the excellent Hidden East Anglia website, under a section about creatures related to Black Shuck, there is a strange little snippet that raises far more questions than it answers. The Fanes, these were animals the size of calves with saucer eyes which frequented Heatherset, it says. One of them kept on the mill road and the other, which my informant met 25 years ago, the gravel pit lane. He was coming home late one night when he met it and felt a little gusk, gusk of wind which took him off his feet, but he lit behind it on his feet. He saw it going another, going away, shedding a light right and then left. Like a bicycle lamp. The mother had seen it lots of times. When she was walking with her husband, she used to scringe to him to give him room to pass.
1: Gosh, all those just sound yeah, like words, I'm sorry, don't they? It
0: did not really sound like it made sense. Basically, massive
1: calves with huge eyes yeah. wandering and glowing in Heather Set.
0: I think why it sounds a bit weird is that it's got some Norfolk words in it. Which you feel like you're saying wrong. Would you
1: like me to translate? (laughs) And I
2: think it was written in 1920, wasn't it? It was was written in
0: 1920. Not by me,
1: I hasten to add. (laughs) I wasn't about in 1920. Um, Yes, so gusk, even though I don't know that one, it sounds a bit like... It feels like
0: like you should say gust. It sounds a bit like a chuff,
1: doesn't it? (laughs) A gusk of wind. (laughs) I don't think it is. Um, Although maybe it is the cows, because it is them causing uh, global warming, isn't it, through their... Wind yeah. methane, um, but yes, and scringe. I do know this one, which is where you kind of like flatten yourself against a yeah. wall to let somebody pass.
0: I've never never heard that word. I thought, like I said, gusk sounds like gust, so you think you can kind of get a bit of an idea. But scringe, I was like, what?
1: My mum's my mum said scringe. She kind of say just scringe past.
2: So yeah, a that's, that's word, a squeeze. A... So,
0: I used to say squeeze, like, squeeze past. Yeah, you'd say squeeze.
2: But like... I can, um, I can almost hear somebody saying, "We, we can, make words." I can basically. almost hear somebody saying, screens yourself against past. the wall." Yeah, yeah absolutely. Because it kind of
0: does give the impression of like holding yeah. yourself up. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so this informant was actually um, someone who Walter. met, and it was published in his book um, Recreations of a Norfolk Antiquary 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 (laughs) Antiquary Antiquary.
1: Let's call the whole thing off
0: (laughs) Published in 1920 Um, and as far as we can establish and we would obviously love to be proven wrong Not
1: often do we love to be proven wrong (laughs) but when it comes to the fanes
0: Um, This is the only account of the Heverset fanes so they've not been recorded. It's not common folklore. It was obviously very, very specific to Do these you know, people.
1: Whenever I think of Heatherset, I've got a real issue. I immediately think of Sproston. So as far as I was concerned, the entire time I wrote the story, the entire time I read it through in my head was Sproston. And it was but only when we sounds, I know. Yeah. It was only when we went to Heatherset, and I suddenly thought, "Oh." this is set, And uh, so, yeah, so I now know where it is, which yeah. is nice, isn't it? Yeah. Having this I, all I my had life.
0: Quite, uh, When I was doing research for this one, trying to establish exactly where, where this gravel pit road was was quite difficult hmm. because it's I, not... I found,
2: I found the other one, Mill... Yeah, so Mill, like... Mill, um, Mill Road
0: was yeah, really that, straightforward. There, yeah. And at the time when um, the story was probably known um in the late eighteen hundreds. Um it was very sparsely populated, there weren't many houses down there, so you can imagine I could kind of almost picture what it would have been like walking down that road <sighs> or, or riding a bike down that road. Um would have been pretty creepy. Um but the gravel pit site is kind of on the opposite side of the town. Is right. it a village, town? Is it a no, village? It's
1: village village? I've not been to Hefferset. I it, always
0: thought it was a town. It's a bit like Burston bit it's a really it is It
1: is a really large village oh. um
0: i always got the impression it was quite a lot of people seem to live in heverset
1: yeah everyone lives there yeah and the i've heard of it but luck. um yeah it's it, it's a, it's it's quite a large visit village just yeah. kind of four miles outside of norwich isn't it yeah um yeah. towards london
2: mm. i mean i looked on the os map to see whether i could see where the if there's any remains of gravel pits, but mm. there's nothing marked on the well, map. Well,
0: I did find the area. Yeah, right. Um, oh, wow. It's um. I know. <laughs> we actually went and did uh, the lovely Bill Smith went and did some pictures there a long time ago. He's an ex um, EDP photographer, and I think there was like fly tipping there or something. And it is, it's like you can walk down there. There's a sign saying like no fly tipping and stuff, and you go through a gate. And it's a really, it sounds like a quite a pretty kind of area for wildlife and bird watching. Um, but there was at one point, um, I've written down here, uh, it's the, the old gravel pit was worked before the first world war, and then was after that it was used as a dumping ground. But there actually used to be a hermit that mm. lived there. Like in like... Like
1: like Stick of the Dump. Yeah. Like properly like Stick Um, of the Dump, isn't it? There's that Heather at War website.
0: Yeah, that's the one I saw. Yeah, yeah.
1: which says in the gravel pit there was a hermit living in a shanty he had put together. It was... if we boys would go down there, he would hide and not speak to us, which is proper stick of the dunk, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, he, he sounds
0: really sweet. That, so that must have, that was someone who told... How, how can you tell that in the he sounds really sweet? I don't know. Stick of the dunk was sweet, wasn't he? He was. I just had this, like, you know, like... I suppose at least he hides him, like, from scurrying off and like, trying what to what hide. What if he made
1: windows from jam jars and... Jam joshal? <laughs> jam bottle I
0: who he was, though, as well. And that's almost like another little bit of folklore yeah. for He was Man. the
1: Heather Set Hermit.
0: And I wonder if they think that area's like haunted. Although I couldn't find anything on. I don't know. I just love this story so much because of the, the hermit in the dump. Yeah. <laughs> and the fanes. Can, <laughs> well, can I
2: ask an obvious question? The word fanes, wh- wh- where does that come from? What does it mean?
1: It's a, it's, it is a word. It does not mean it doesn't seem to um link to what they are. It's a word that's long since died out, it used to mean temple or holy place. Yeah, so
0: it was spelled for f a n e, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, um, and this is f a i n e. So in the,
0: the, the dictionary, it says it's an obsolete spelling of fame. Yeah, yeah. so interesting. why would someone in
1: yeah. Heverset know? Yeah, so yeah.
0: or maybe that it's is not a saying bit... that people in Heverset wouldn't know that word, but it's like quite an obscure. Like, like maybe mm.
1: it's a it's a it's a recollection, and actually it was a completely different words mm. that just that was the closest to it. Yeah, do you know what I mean? If we if we've got scringe in there and gusk in there, yeah, then one
0: of the things with the with the word it with hikey sprites. One of the things that Ray Loveday says in his little book is. Spell you know, in rural Norfolk spelling wasn't necessarily people's strong points, which is why there's like 25 different spellings of Heightese frames It's still sprites. the case if you look yeah. at it yeah. yeah. well, well, They can't fair... understand
2: things like no fly tipping
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But you know, to be fair, my spelling or is you, pretty terrible you're, you're... Yeah. But you know, at the time when people were talking about these they didn't necessarily know so that's why you get so many variants of names So mm. the interesting thing with the Fanes is they don't sound like Blackshock or Hellhound or padfoot or anything it's not like relating Mm. to any of the usual kind of black dog not many ghost
1: cows out there
0: well it doesn't say that they're cows though does it it says they're just calf size
1: well calf sized
0: animals with abnormally they don't you don't actually really get a description i like to think of them as ghost cows i see in
1: my head they're like black shook
0: like oh, in really? the tinderbox.
1: Well, even with my intro, the utterly terrifying tale of the ghost cows of Heatherset. Yeah. I
0: yeah. think. <laughs> I
2: was hoping we were going to mention that. <laughs> yeah,
0: in my head they're like, we did talk about it quite a lot when we found out about the fames, was the tinderbox. Yes. And, and those yes. dogs yes. with, with the massive Anderson. eyes. Mm. Yeah. And that's, in my head, that's what they're like.
2: Yeah, The, the things yeah. that went through my mind, you see, was monk jacks. And, and at that time, they were probably... Not as, there weren't as many then, yeah, yeah, as there are now. And and they, you know, they do have they've do got big eyes, eyes and they? things yeah. and their they calf do. size. They would have said horn, and...
0: they would have said devil, like, though because they have little horns, don't, or with the teeth. Are they the ones with the teeth? I that's great.
1: I think they do have great teeth. Great for a podcast, your impression <laughs> yeah. of a bum I always black think black of, deer. like, you know, in
0: the, like, in the Holy Grail, and it's like the rabbit, and it's like with the teeth. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I suppose. Although I would have thought there's Set Old Hall there, isn't there? Um, there are a lot of country piles around there which would have had deer. Mm. So I would imagine they would have known what deer were. Mm. And also these ones, I think, appear to light up.
0: Yeah, so this is where obviously my reading was terrible. The guy who saw who was on his bike...
1: No, he wasn't on his bike, oh, no. was, was he? he? I don't think. No, he says that they, sh- the it, the oh, yeah. thing. So that's it.
0: So he was walking down. They the were lane. on bikes. <laughs> they were on bikes. But oh. <laughs> well, that's the weird thing. Yeah. So he was walking down. Uh,
1: gravel pit lane.
0: Yeah. One of them kept on. Yeah, and so he was coming home one night, and he felt something go past him and he saw it going away and from where the eyes were there were like light, lights like a bicycle light looking back and forth that's terrifying you so they got like glow up eyes yeah
1: glow up see... massive saucer eyes unless it was
2: just somebody on a bike of course yeah but also if it's night time if he had bad
1: eyesight okay. if he had
2: a light on his bike or if, well, he, if I don't think a... he was
1: on a bike oh, right. okay and how did he see its eyes
0: but that's
2: if it went past through the lights it was looking
0: back I mean I want to it going away, moving. so it was moving back and forth
1: okay and his mother had seen it lots of times
0: yeah he saw it going away shedding a light right and left like a bicycle lamp so in my head it's like the thing is looking <gasps> like no. a, so it's got like searchlight eyes yeah. and if it was of somebody on a bike he would he would have known cuz you would have known it was someone on a bike yeah, going past it's you. It's obvious, isn't
1: it? Yeah. yeah. Interesting, though, that there's no um, accompanying folklore that says if you see the fane, mm. you will not see the yeah. dawn, or that it's a sign of anything. It just turns up in headset, yeah.
0: and the other thing walks I past you, they, they or runs
1: past you, and is off.
0: The fanes, there's obviously this oh, one kept on Mill Road, so one lived on Mill Road and one lived at Gravel. How do they know they weren't the same creature? Because they were obviously Uh never seen. So we think in art, like from the Fanes, there must be two two of them. It could just be the Fane. Mm. Or Fanes, maybe the Fanes is his name. Oh, yeah. Fanes. I hadn't
1: even considered that option. But of course, did they ever see them both together at the same time? In my head, I
0: have this like, oh, there's these two cute little Fanes with glow eyes running around. Whereas in in my head,
2: it's a glowing cow. Yeah. But you see again you have you, you've said cute, so yeah. we you know I
0: just i just think they're cute. Glowing
2: eyes, though they you know? do cute things have glowing eyes?
0: Uh yes. Um what are those like bush babies? They look like their eyes. Oh they're guys. sweet, aren't yeah.
2: they?
0: Like when the light I think catches them. The eyes. thing at the
1: end of this story that, that was particularly frightening was that in Catherine Wiltshire's book Ghosts and Legends of the Wiltshire Countryside in from nineteen seventy-three um, there's a claim that Norfolk witches could create saucer-eyed creatures by the power of concentrated thought alone. Mm. Which I kind of had a think about, and I was thinking, do they? Act, is that actually about giving them a drug that would dilate their pupils? So like mm. a cunning woman cure, where you would give... i wanted, In my head I had hellebore, and I don't mean hellebore at all, that's just a flower that's out now. What's that... Um, Bellamine or not bellamine, I can't remember Belladonna. anyway. There's a yeah, if you give Belladonna um it dilates the pupils. I think it then kills you. It but kills it, you, yeah. it dilates pupils. And a lot of cures that they would have given that, mm. that Cunningham would have given would have part of it would have been if you think of people say at a rave these days, young people. Um, if they take certain drugs, their pupils are huge. It's kind mm. of like a massive signpost that they've they've taken a drug. The same thing was, was the case back in the day, the drugs would just have been herbs. Mm. And I wonder if this new of witches who could create sorcery creatures by the power of concentrated thought alone came from a tale where somebody... Either that or they actually can create a feign, which mm. would be amazing, obviously. Yeah. But I wonder if that had more to do with the fact that they were giving drugs for cures for things that mm. in, I think, some blood pressure tablets mm. make yeah. your pupils dilate, you know. So And, of course, that whole folklore of dilated pupils large eyes the black-eyed children Mm. you know big dark eyes
0: so would you have thought the animal because i feel like it will have been an animal that would that animal have eaten something
1: it could have i mean to see that in the dark would be difficult but i mean i would imagine when you hear saucer eyes you do think of the tinderbox don't you hans Mm. christian anderson but ridiculously cartoon big eyes Mm. i think to say somebody has big eyes normally means... It's normally a term when you say someone is attracted to somebody because their pupils dilate, don't they? And they, mm. and they look sexy. Is there,
0: um, there is another uh, Norfolk folklore who has description of sorcerer eyes. That's not Black yeah, Shark.
1: that's not Black Shark who? Who?
0: If you, you're going to kick yourself if you don't get this. Okay, give me a second. So big eyes and described in the de- well in the description as sauce eyed. And it isn't black shuck. And it's not black shuck.
1: Okay. Uh it's not a yow yow. That's I was gonna
0: it. do the boobity boobo boob thing. <laughs> but I didn't know if that would be like copyrighted. Gild <laughs> <laughs> uh, craft bogey. Mm. Oh my
1: god. See? My bogey. Well it's funny because there is another bogey. Why I didn't get that one, I've literally got that written down, not Um Another bogey uh, seen at Lee near Worcester in 1867 was described as a strange thing like a lion with eyes as big as saucers. Um, there's a, a huge creature with three legs in Cornwall in 1871, great teeth, eyes as big as saucers, body larger than an elephant's, but more the shape of a crocodile. Interesting. And there's a ghost in Buckinghamshire who rises out of a pond dressed in hideous clothes with eyes as big as saucers and a sea serpent in 1904 in Cornwall with eyes as big as saucers. Short ears like an ox that stand out and a trunk like an elephant. That's something you don't want to see in the sea, isn't it? Come to Cornwall, (laughs) our wonderful coast. I so when saucers were invented, <laughs> saucer eyes or actual, actual saucers? Because
0: obviously the saucer eye description can only be since relevant sources. since
1: saucers. I can't say I've done I'm that I'm going to write that down so I like, find out because I'm actually really out. interested. Okay, um, this whole business of these these otherworldly eyes is something that is recurrent in so yes. much paranormal yeah. kind of investigation and folklore because it is so instantly alien.
2: Well, very often oh, it's your first point of contact. Yeah, is, to look is, at somebody. Is, is somebody's eye- look into their right, eyes. Even if like, it's an animal, yeah, really, you, don't
1: you? You look at the eyes
2: and then you look And then you it. look
1: around. And and, yeah. and that does bear, it kind of bring that parallel with the black-eyed children, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. I always think of the black-eyed piece. Yeah, me too. <laughs> black-eyed kids. <laughs> black-eyed kids. <laughs> the, the, the well, we could try band. a little
2: experiment now, based on Catherine Wiltshire's Wiltshire Countryside, right? Okay. And we could... By the power of concentration, we could see if we could raise something saucer-sized. Yes. Perhaps with a cup on it. And in that (laughs) cup is some tea. (laughs)
1: That's the most subtle hint. Oh, my God. (laughs) God. We've (laughs) already had a cup of tea. We're at my house. (laughs) And can I just point to the biscuits that I provided? Are,
0: I will share a picture of the biscuits on Instagram. How can are these are biscuits? We've got ones with foil on
1: them in this collection, haven't we?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's expensive. They're really posh. posh they are posh biscuits. Yeah. biscuits. yeah, absolutely. So, in short, two things, I think. One, if you've seen or heard of the Fanes, don't, whatever you're doing now, stop. Tell us.
0: Yeah, immediately. Mm. Get that
1: message to us right now. Yep. Don't even finish the podcast. Immediately contact us and tell us all about it. And secondly, on the subject of black-eyed children, somebody came to a lady came to one of our um, outdoor broadcasts (laughs) at um, Biddy's Mm. and she told me an amazingly creepy story about coming across some um, black-eyed children on a road in a car. They weren't in a car. I can remember where she was. Do you know
0: where? Can you remember where it was? No, where because was it? Was it North Walsham. North Walsham, because that's it. Because we've recently done the stories about North Walsham, the roller the, skating ghost. The roller skating ghost.
1: ghost. Um, yeah, it was North Walsham and I wrote it down and then I promptly lost that notebook. So if she's listening uh, or you know who that is, if they get in contact, we would love to do that story because she wanted to do it. And it was hella creepy. It was really
0: good. Yeah,
1: it it. was. She was, yeah, she was, well, well, let's not ruin it. But anyway, there were some black-eyed children. They were not the children of the (laughs) black-eyed (laughs) peas. I think
0: my kind of finishing thought is, do you think that these the fanes are related to Shook, or are they completely separate? Separate.
2: Separate,
0: do you think?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because Black Shuck is so tied up with folklore, so tied up with imminent death or bizarrely imminent protection Mm. that I think if this was a similar creature, you would have a similar you're going to die or bad luck's coming or... And there's nothing, is there? It's just literally it comes past and you have to get out of the way.
0: I just had a thought. Maybe they're more related... Because obviously there is a difference between Black Shuck and Phantom Black Dogs. Yeah. So maybe they're more like Phantom Black... Dogs, because although these people were said they were found them, or they were scared by them. That phantom black dog thing is actually protecting lone travellers,
2: and the pumas as well.
0: And pumas. Although to be fair, this one
1: does have glowing eyes, albeit not red, which is probably why we're not why we're not not It It could have been the back of the bike, couldn't it? You didn't (laughs) say that. The red (laughs) one, Um, but I think they'd have said. But it's not kind of. you know, it would have been a signpost had those eyes been red, mm. and that would have been a shock, wouldn't it? That would have been a kind of big t- tick in his in his favour, but the fact that they just light things up. Yeah, um, well, that's why i made maybe
2: think they're the cats. You and see, there's like no eyes, real, like, there's no
1: on. real suggestion that anyone was terrified by this. No. You know, you got no. somebody who's, who's kind of going, "Oh God, you know, to get out of the way." Yeah. Um, but maybe they just got on with things and had the set. You yeah. know, but other than North North, a bit more privileged and a bit more kind of, you know, whereas here in good old Norwich, yeah. it's just like, bro get out of the way for the saw side creature!"
0: Come yeah. on. I love that the, they these are the only fanes Yeah. Or the only fan.
1: Yeah, well, maybe they're upwardly mobile now, maybe they've gone mm. elsewhere, but...
2: Got better bikes.
1: No, better bikes. <laughs> Got a car. <laughs> but yeah, please, if you've seen a fane, heard of a fane, been told of a fane, have anything to do with a fane, let us know.
2: Mm. But you don't need to be afraid of a fane.
1: You don't need to be afraid of a fane, we feel. Do you? No. You're not do fra- are you afraid that. of are I'm the not fans? afraid of a fane. Are you afraid of the black-eyed peas? <laughs> yes. Me too. They are soulless. <laughs>
2: In. <laughs> Weird Norfolk is brought to you by Archand Podcasts. For all advertising and sponsorship inquiries, contact matt.withers at archand.co.uk.
1: From true crime to football, Brexit to folklore. For more great podcasts from Archant, head to
0: audioboom.com/channel/archant.